Thanks for subscribing to KHOL and listening to the Teton Sports Talk podcast, the number one sports talk show in the great state of Wyoming. Hey, you want to hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, here we are on 89.1 KHOL. Um, and we're here to give you one hour silliness in this world that is serious. Why is it, why is it so serious? I, well, there are plenty of reasons. I'm your host, Matthew Seaman, to my left, Cram Trainer. We'll let the pros cover the serious stuff in life. We're going to cover the not-so-serious stuff, and we're going to have a good time doing it. Sure thing. Some some stuff we get into, we may take seriously. Sure. But it's not so serious not in serious. the grand scheme of things. It's From games. what I've been told, especially yeah. from my mother. Yeah. <laughs> she keeps telling me that. Like, hey, you're still doing that, uh, that thing, right? Yeah. She's like, I know the Cowboys can't sign Zeke yet, but have you seen the president lately? I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, oh, man. Okay, Mom. All right. It's not such a big deal. Um. In other news, we did really well in the fun drive, and I cannot thank the Teton Sports Talk listeners from showing up mm-hmm. and p- opening their wallets and being like, this is what this show and station means to me, and we crushed. Yeah, especially, I mean, that's a it's a special moment. I had my mom strategically call while I was on the air in the live booth. Uh-huh. I'm just going to be honest about it. Yeah. So I got to take the call, bring the phone up, put it up against the microphone in the in the, the live booth, which we only get to do twice a year, you and I. Yeah. And I thought we did pretty well. We had good chemistry. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And she she donated generously as, as well, or as did uh, a lot of other Teton Sports Talk lovers. She's not the most passionate listener of our show but sure she she catches every once in a while she likes she likes to hear me talk so i'm not at home right now and she remembers all the sarcastic banter that comes out of my mouth and it's probably a little nice for her to to hear me on on the radio she's like i do remember that jerk hanging around the house for a little too long yeah he was there for a little too long after college he moved back home and then, we don't have to go into the whole oh, okay, story. Okay. We can't. You did move back home, and then you came out I'm, west. And I moved back again before I left to come out west. Okay. I got rid of the apartment and was like, well, I'm kind of in this limbo. Am I going to go to Jackson? And then I stayed at home for a little longer, like two months, and then I left again. Wow. So I had, All right. Yeah. And that was a tough moment, you know? Yeah, you, you really college. cut that cord. What do I do next? I have yeah, an idea. You get out of college. Learn out of how col- to ski. Yes, that's, that's what I would. Yeah. I was going to say learn how to work and make money for an apartment, but that's what I did to start. But then going back to it the second time, sure. two years later, that was kind of a blow. Yeah. But I only did it for a couple months. And then you came right back out. Yeah. And now I, now I work slash volunteer at K2L. You work for, uh, a, excuse me, you volunteer for a nonprofit. Yes. You got married. Got ma- are- I'm married. Yeah. Uh, this is both our anniversary month. Yeah, happy anniversary month. What are you going to do? And we all have mic protection in here now because of uh, funding from loyal listeners. This is a big month yeah. in our lives, and it's not so big of a month in sports, but I did uh let's get it back to sports. What did you ask me before we start? I forgot. Anniversary? 26th? 26th. And yours is? The 4th. Bel- the 4th. Belated. Happy belated. Well, I appreciate that. So, here it is. Carmelo Anthony is officially done. I'm putting him 
on the done. Although he's not officially retired, done. I thought we were officially done with NBA, but bring no, it up. Bring no, it up. This, <laughs> is, this is why I know he's done. What happened? Because he's not allowed on the USA basketball team. What happened? He just didn't make it. He didn't make the uh, cut. Oh, They're like, we're that- going a different direction. And that's when you know Carmelo Anthony, the most celebrated United States basketball player of all yeah. time. Three gold is, medals? Yeah. I think so. Maybe three and a bronze because they had that one bad year when Larry Brown coached. Right. Yeah, I think that's right. Well, anyway, yeah. the point the point is is if USA basketball and this year there's no stars really. I mean, there's Joe Harris, but there's really no stars in yeah. USA basketball. And they're like, Mello, we're gonna do something else. The USA goat finally has to hang up the, like, dude, the cleats. Fine. I mean, the sneakers. Is Mello good for basketball anymore, or is he just good for like having his hoodie up and shooting in that gym that all those players? I play mind, that you see on social media. I wouldn't mind him being on the Lakers. He could be kind of a he could sit next to, next to Jack Nicholson when Jack Nicholson's spilling his chili, chili yeah. all over the uh, court. That guy's so irresponsible. And then he could come. He could play off the bench a little bit too. Melo could just wear street clothes and just kind of like play off the bench. You know, two but, minutes a game. Well, I mean, it'd be different if it was like Kendrick Perkins. And although Kendrick Perkins is in a suit, he mm-hmm. still might just rip out an opponent's throat. Yeah, but, but Mel- Melo does not offer that sort of like intimidation or like no, but he's but he's grow a- younger player factor. Oh, definitely not. He doesn't give a rat's butt about anybody any else. Players. He, yeah. No, no, it's more of a he's a banana boat guy with mm-hmm. LeBron. So you know LeBron might not mind having him on the court side. Speaking of okay, maybe consultant. We don't have to go on LeBron that much, but no. This is now. Interesting. The I'm Lakers good. are now interesting, and uh-huh. the Clippers are now interesting, and it's interesting. Oh, uh, no, we'll bring that up in the huddle. Sorry. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure we will. Um, He's just the most powerful player that's ever played the game, and it's interesting. Carmelo? No, LeBron. <laughs> he's just an interesting yeah, interesting story there. Um, But let's do the huddle. Let's get there. The This, we do it every single week. There's three categories. Good news of the week. Critical number of the week and something I'm stuck on or you are stuck on that usually translates to bad news or just a bone you got to pick. You're yeah. like, you know what? I got a bone to pick with this. I got a bone to pick. Show notes. Last week, you almost skipped over me doing critical number. You won't let that go. I, I'm actually going to... It's a little messed up. I'm going to try to do this seamlessly, but I don't have a critical number, so I'm going to just breeze past mine. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully the listeners won't hear. Okay. Well, we're, we're trying to raise money last week, and you're trying to breeze past one of my you know better jokes of the night, uh-huh. and that was my critical number. And that, I mean that that could have been that could good have been news of the week ten thousand dollars. Good, new, right good there. news of the week. Uh, Antonio Brown's feet can't be beat. I no longer feel like I have the most disgusting feet in the world. Have you seen those things? Well, have you seen those? Yeah, you heard about it was, those? It was a uh, cryogenic chamber accident. <laughs> Yeah, whatever look, that means. They look like Harvey Dent after the he know, definitely the oil drums fell over. I think I think he got frostbite on his feet. Ugh, I think his feet God. were probably sitting on the little vent or something. He didn't know what it was, and the vent and the thing was like and blasting air. Yeah. and then he his feet got frozen. They're pretty much halfway like falling z- off. Zombie. Yeah, um, they're disgusting. What? Uh, Super dead. Hard knocks. We, yeah, hard knocks is uh, that is my good news of the week. Oh. Hard Knocks is back, mm-hmm. so we get so much slow-mo guys in shorts and helmets. Ooh. And so many slow-mo spirals. Calves. And Antonio Brown was running some routes. I need to see it. It was beautiful. I'm backed up um, on DVR. There's there's the very typical storyline, so it's not that riveting, but mm-hmm. there's a rookie that's a little too excited, and Ooh. Derek Carr is really not that charismatic. 
And he's a he's a boring Bible guy. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's got um, what's he a rat tail? What are you pointing at? No, no, no. I was just trying to say like mullet? he just like didn't can't really. I don't know. I would want my quarterback to be like a guy's guy, and he's just kind of like. Yeah, you want to humdrum. Yeah, you know. Um, you want somebody feisty like Aaron Rodgers or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or at least has enough personality to say a joke. And Derek Carr's like, "Yeah, I can do that." John Gruden's like, "Hey, can I do this?" I'm like, yes. And he just executes. <laughs> and he's a man of the system. And whatever you want, coach. Yes, sir. And but then every now and then he'll just bomb it to Antonio Brown, and it's really nice to watch. Yeah. Um, I had another. I had another fun. I had another. I had two good newses. Oh, okay. Um, Daniel Jones did really well on, and this is developing. Mm-hmm. Did really well in his opening drive with the Giants. Can't wait for the QB controversy talk tomorrow. That's gonna be great. Between Eli and Dan, yes, yeah, I can't and, wait. And and I have I know how to spin that. Duke's now a football school. Oh yeah. yes, yeah. oh that's so good. <laughs> yeah, uh, Duke produces <laughs> Daniel Jones. Does he deserve to start? He went six for six in preseason. And scored a touchdown. And might be able to beat out Eli Manning in his 28th year yeah. in the league. Yeah. Well, what's really funny is that Eli's like, yeah, youngster dude, this is preseason. So <laughs> youngster dude. Youngster man. Uh and so let's go, let's go on. Critical number. Me? Yeah. 13. 13. Lucky number 13. I don't know. That's after Tom Brady's new contract, which is like kind of front loaded so it's like we can kind of get rid of you if we want to after this next year if sure you, if you just fall off a cliff father time style he ranks 13th in the league in quarterback salaries you want to try to guess a few of the 12 in front of him oh man um yes take a sip i think this is a good idea i think i think i got this oh um, you do 12 quarterbacks in front of him they make more money than him matthew stafford yep eighth Kirk Cousins. Yep. Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Uh, Drew Brees. Yep. Matt Ryan. Yep. Phillip Rivers. Nope. Oh, that was a stretch. Man, uh, you did a good job. It was five. Um, Randy. Hey, Randy. Andy Dalton? Randy. 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 Oh, Russell Wilson. Six. Hold on. I'm, I got to put a map in my head. Uh... He kind of kind of chubby in the face, motorcycle accident, not very good ben with girls. Ben Roethlisberger. Um, uh, g- guy uh, came in, uh, his name's St. Nick. He won a Super Bowl while this guy was sitting on the sideline. Oh, really? Nick Foles did that? No, 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 but like the guy. Carson was, Wentz. There you go. Um, um, oh, uh, our, our boy, he went to dinner with a porn star last time I heard. He just was hurt all last season. He plays uh, where Harvey for San Milk, Francisco. Where Harvey plays, Milk was I can't the think of his name. Go ahead. Jimmy G. Yeah. Uh, oh, your boy you're just talking about, Mr. Boring. Uh, Derek Carr, he Derek makes like Carr. $120 million. And then, and then um, he has a calf injury, great arm, went to Stanford. Oh, Andrew Luck. Weird voice. And then the man who basically tore his leg in half for the Redskins last year is number 12. Oh, Alex Smith. Boom. Roasted. And he's 13th. 13th. He, he should be above Alex Smith. And my question is, be quick, because that was a long list. How much do you think it is Giselle makes a billion dollars a year doing what she does? Or how much do you think it is the Patriots said, like, hey, we're going to, you know, give you, I don't know, percentage in the team once you retire. We got your back. Or do you think they're just full on cheating and giving them cash on the table right now? Because it would be like the Patriots to cheat. I mean, well, it might be cash, honestly. Okay. You yeah. could probably you can probably launder some cash into Giselle's spreadsheet somewhere. Yeah. Like, what does she get paid for? Showing up and being like, I'm a consultant at a photo shoot. Maybe. How much do you get paid for that? I don't know. Is she like Victoria's Secret, like 
number one panel person? Yeah. Like I head mean, of the board? There's, there's a zillion things that woman could make money for, mainly just showing up yeah. and giving her opinion. Yeah. So you can mix in a couple million bucks <sighs> here and there. Just, hey, Tom, look, look, we got you. Yeah. But we need some better players. And Tom Brady's like, dude, I'm going to go down as the greatest in history. Give me some skill positions. They're running the ball now. I don't know, like a Sonny Michelle. And um, it's this is wild. I just need Bob. I need Jerry. I need Jerry to talk to Bob Kraft about how to do this under the table stuff so we can pay Dak, Amari, and Zeke at the same time. What's what's the and give not, me, and give me have an update on hit. Zeke once I find? I have no update, Massey. You have you still in Cabo? Limbo, Limbo, Cabo. <laughs> this is great. Zeke is such a. All right. Anyway. Yes. Okay. Ah, uh, something you're something I'm stuck on. The NCAA is cha- is changing a rule basically to blackball Rich Paul. And we're cycling, th- brother. That's my stock. Really? Okay, so let's discuss this for the next couple of minutes. But one, how petty. Yep. And um, if this isn't the snootiest, most fraudulent, like transparent, not in the transparent way in which that you think like, oh, we're trying to be transparent here. The rule is such BS that it is transparent. Like, you're afraid of Rich Paul. Yeah. You're afraid of uh you're afraid of what is it, what is it, clutch? Yeah, clutch sports. It's clutch sports. You're afraid of them. And guess what? Because they're the most powerful people in the basketball industry right now. Yeah. The, Everything Rich Paul touches right right now is gold. Yeah. So I mean, he's aggressive. He's a go-getter. Obviously, like LeBron helped be, begin his career, but he has to, you know, he had to at a certain point take over has, for himself. Yeah, he's the guy got, has talent. In him. Yeah. He clearly has talent. The, he took advantage of a situation where his best friend was yes. LeBron. So what? Yes. The guy has There's talent. There's plenty of people. There's that, plenty of daddy's boys in the world that are zillionaires now because yeah. of daddy's well, little boy. Well, like, that, that too. I was going to say that plus plenty of leeches like that um, that hurt the careers of their uh, friends that grew up and made it. You know, yeah. like they brought them down over the over time. Like I'm saying, like if you it's like Pac. This is a hypothetical situation. No, no, like Pac-Man Jones. He grew okay. up with like tough people, and he kind of got le- like the leeches kept bringing him down and making him do bad things. Yeah, like so fighting. There's airport that type, employees. but then there's Rich Paul types that like that actually like lift LeBron up as a businessman because he knows how to do stuff like that. Rich Rich Paul, he, he, just, just, he just knows talent. It's natural. He just recognizes, knows it, and can say, "Hey, you're talented at this." I mean, he's like a coach, but for. Like an agent, he's like, you're talented at this. Let's put you here to make you better. And it just right. seems, well, it seems like that to me. It's yeah, it's NCAA doing NCAA type stuff. Um, I mean, the, I think the, I think the, uh, the certification stuff is fine, and and also, yeah. and also, I mean, that's good. Like, you don't want a bunch of weirdos that you talk about all the time. The people in the NCAA, uh, or sorry, the coaches and bag men that are yeah. sketchballs. You don't want those people hurting the lives of younger players, which is great. And then the thing where you have to interview is great, but that that four year degree thing, Massey. Let me tell you something. You know what I? You know what I still do on once once a week on on Friday nights at Pinky G's. Yeah, I crack every, beers and I have a four year degree. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> all right, there's plenty. It, it can be done without the four year degree. You know what? That's he the pettiest do? part of this whole thing. He should just go to an online university and just yeah, and get like a master's or something, just to either prove him wrong. Or, I think honestly, he should fight the NCAA and probably sue the pants off him because I hate the NCAA. They have to drop this part of it. But I mean, I mean that. That being said, it would be like Rich Paul, like to. Well, he could he just go to LeBron school. LeBron is a school. LeBron is well, he's got a high school or middle school. That's like Billy Madison's. Well, oh, oh, Rich Paul, Billy Madison, LeBron. LeBron's in Hollywood now. LeBron he wants to make more movies. Okay, Rich Paul is a Bill and Billy Madison rebooted. So what if Rich Paul makes that same deal? 
Yes. All right. You want me to have a college degree? <laughs> Ecclastic decathlon. I kind of like this. Yeah. Now Ten you are categories. in big, big trouble. Rich yeah. Paul dodgeballing little kids in the face. Yeah, this can be done. Well, just, no, he's got to go back to college. So that's, ooh, he's got a shotgun, a lot of beers. He's got to do a lot in college. He's got to go to class well, like we two know, or three times a week. Well, we don't know how, we don't know when Rich Paul stopped his education. So maybe it is further back than that. So he has a Billy Madison situation. Going okay. On. Well, if it is further back, then we'd be in Madison at high school. Mixed with back to school, Roddy Dangerfield. Yeah, we'll yeah. do that. Okay. We can movie. make that work. LeBron's a producer now. We'll just get Rosillo. He's been nibbling at the hook a little bit. We'll write scripts. I'll DM yeah. him to Rosillo. He'll tell me he's coming on the show again. Yeah. Uh, re- you know, rinse and repeat. We'll just do that. <laughs> Rosillo, we actually do have a show, bro. Still do. He knows. He knows. He's we gonna, love you guys. Come on. He's going to come on. Got to miss him. Sports fans. <laughs> <laughs> Sports fans, when we come back, we're going to talk football because thank God it's getting closer. Stay tuned. This is Dijon Sports Talk here on 89.1 KHOL. Hey, you want to hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, we are back here on 89.1 KHOL, and we forgot to do something the first thing. From last segment, I'm your host, Massey Zeman. To my left is Graham Trainer, and we collectively are Teton Sports Talk. Most importantly, we forgot to wish Adele a happy birthday. Happy birthday. Producer Adele oh. is not the, not the whole thing. Not the whole okay. thing. Um, not, uh, yeah, sorry, this isn't Chuck E. <laughs> Cheese uh, or, Garf- or Garfield's where they like, happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. I'm like, man, if I had to work in those restaurants. Happy, 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 happy. Those, certainly those people that sing that song didn't realize that they had a happy birthday song until they're like maybe three days in. Like, did, you, did they just sing that guy happy mm-hmm. birthday? And why is that other guy so enthusiastic about it? Um, yeah. We had digress. I've been there. Uh, <laughs> um, it's her birthday. Yeah. She is going to be a 35-year-old? Well, you know, why do why can't we say that? Maybe she is. Maybe she isn't. Maybe she's 21. Maybe she's a world. A young lady? A young lady. A young lady. Who knows anymore? A, a mother of two that doesn't look any different than she did the day I met her in college. There you go. Yeah. Bingo. She does all the work. She's the brainchild behind this whole operation. Yes. Um. Let's let's go into our, our continuation of state of the quarterback. Yes. I think we need time to discuss this. I think this is an interesting division. Yep. But I'll let you introduce the segment. This isn't just so, you know, people are not don't change your dial. This is not the state of the union. This isn't no. gonna, this isn't gonna be awful. This is the state of the quarterback. Yes. This will yes. be fun. This will be fun. be fun. We're gonna have a good time doing this. We are. And I think it's from well, it's from the, I'll go ahead and spoil it. It's from the NFC, which is the most interesting division in the NFL, in my opinion. Conference. The NFC Conference, but I didn't tell what division. Would you just introduce the segment so we can get rolling here? <laughs> Come on. Introduce it. NFC North. Bears. I think that's Chris Berman used to do the North, man. NFC North. Or he'd be like, I mean, I kind of miss. Squap. Yeah, squat. Squap. Whoop. Bears. You want to start with the Bears? You want to start with the Midway? So Mon- it's the Monsters, Packers, Monsters Packers, the Midway. Vikings, Bears, Lions. Yes, exactly. I'll start where you want to go. The Bears. Let's start with the Bears. Mitchell Trubisky. They won the division yes. last year. So we'll go and, with them. And they can turn a corner. Okay, I'll start. They'll turn a corner if Mitchell Trubisky can elevate his game. Mitchell 
Mitchell. He wants to remember he wanted to be referred to as Mitchell when he graduated from North Carolina. I've forgotten, so he's going by Mitch. Uh year three, year three for old Mitch boy. The weapons around him. He's got Tyreek Cohen, pretty great, like you know the PPR PPR machine they say in fantasy football. He makes a lot of catches. He gains yeah. some yards. Dave, I like it. I Dave, like those receivers. Dave Montgom- David Montgomery from Iowa State uh, is kind of the he's the fresh. He's the new rookie running back. He's the you know like Jacobs on the Raiders. He's the he's the it guy. Not like a early, you know they didn't spend early. They didn't spend like a Saquon Barkley Zeke high pick on him or a Fournette pick, but. You know they're they're looking forward to him as the future because they okay. got they shipped uh, Howard over to the Eagles. I think they traded him. Or he's a what are they general. doing for kicker? The double doink is Ooh. probably haunting Bears oh, fans. Oh, I forgot to put kicker. I forgot. I didn't. I was doing weapons, and I forgot to put the kicker. In here. Well, <laughs> underappreciated because yeah, I don't know. I really when is last name like Smiley or like something? Just, Cody Parkey, just something very cheery. I think the Bears didn't uh, with their defense really can do Cle- a good job. Cleo Mack, yeah, basically Cleo Mack. You know, yeah, if he keeps stupid trade they made, if he keeps stripping the ball and picking up fumbles and scoring, mm-hmm. it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great for the Bears. That's why the Raiders are so stupid. They go from like last year when they were like rebuilding to they get rid of Cleo Mack, their best player by far, and then they get Antonio Brown the next year, and they're like, well, we're going for it. So yeah, what what what? Antonio Brown's not twenty four. He's like thirty something. I mean, he's dope. Yeah, but he's at the end. He's at the last three great years of his career. I don't, I don't think he's 30-something, maybe. I think he's like 30 on the nose, maybe. Uh, but they do have Anthony Miller. He was he had, very stoned on hard knocks, by really? the way. Well, I mean, with those feet, you got to get stoned. He was in Napa he Valley. He was, he was legally. He needs to get stoned and go to a pedicure is what he needs to do. No, those things are those have frostbite. Those things are frozen. Yeah, but they you know a little scrape and scrape that stuff off. Put them in the fish, you know the fish. Bowls. Okay, you want something? You I'll admit something here on air. You've had a pedicure. I've been to a pedicure. I still have. And it. when they scraped off my bottom of my foot, what was it like? It was it was um they put holes in it. Mm-hmm. They got dirt in it. Now I have warts in the bottom of my foot from oh, like really? planters warts where there's dirt ground into my open wounds. Wait, you sound like you have a case. You should, I find, don't know. you should find one of those people that it was sues random, pedicures. Yeah. <laughs> class action lawsuit. Yeah, class action lawsuit. Um, uh, Jim Hillary, Adler, Hillary the made Texas me do hammer. it. And I'm like, I'm one day gonna have to burn all Wives. those off and limp around for like two weeks. Yeah, it's gonna. I mean, it, I, it's a it's an ongoing topic of discussion. Evie made me buy her an engagement ring, so I'm right there with you. Yeah, I know. Uh, Anthony Miller, Allen Robinson. There were two receivers: Trey Burton, uh, the tight end. You know, talented group of guys, but. Nothing crazy here. I yeah. Think. He's got decent weapons. He got uh, Matt Nagy in his second year. Obviously, it's tough to surpass the first year when you go from like 3-13 and 13 to 13-3 and three and then win the division. And then the only thing that keeps you from advancing the playoffs is your kicker being a fart boy. Well, he just didn't. He just couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, I don't, it's I, windy out there in the Windy City. Um, sure. Where are we going from here? Uh, let's see. I think this is the way they finish, but we'll keep going. Vikings next with your boy. Kirk Cousins. Kirk. Um, big game Cousins. He's he, he's really good at beating sub-500 teams yeah. and struggling against above-500 teams and then maybe squeaking off a playoff win or a playoff berth. And that's that's Kirk Cousins. Yeah. That's what you paid for. That's also what they say about Dawson Smith and his, his uh, softball career. So, Ouch. Oh, yeah. ow. Hey, um, now. Call the show. Zing. Um, let's Just kidding. talk, I saw him on let's talk the Vikings weapons because they have quite a few. Yeah. 
Stefan Diggs was wide receiver number one going into last year. Yeah. And now I forget what homeboy's name is. Adam Thielen, who Adam. went to Minnesota State. So he's like one of those he's one of those uh homegrown boys. And he took, coming off the street. He took the NFL wide receiver position over by Storm last year. I thought he was the yeah. biggest surprise, at least. Didn't he have like 120 catches or something silly? Of something absurd. Yeah. Um so I think the Vikings have the most offensive weapons. Who's running their ball? Uh, Cook. Dalvin Cook. That's right. From Florida State. Hopefully he can stay healthy because that's like the biggest if. Kyle Rudolph, decent tight end. Never really like actually lived up. Um, you know, I wanted to, to, to uh, put a little circle around here. Was Is it Laquan Treadwell? One of those Hugh Freeze boys from Ole Miss. Okay. You know, those guys got picked in the first round. Yeah. When, and then Hugh Freeze got fired. For right, it, because, they're all, because they're all 6'8 and have yeah. a sub 4, he, 640s. I don't get him. I feel like they should just kick Rudolph out and put him at tight end because he's big enough. Uh, but their defense is disgusting. They have Anthony Barr and Everson Griffin, uh, a defensive mining coach, and uh, Mike Zimmer in his sixth year. Uh, I feel like the Vikings, I don't know, this division is tough because I feel like every one of these teams, even the last team we'll mention from Detroit, I think they all have a chance this year. And I, we know how we did. What did we do last week? NFC South? We were like Saints or nothing. Yeah, it really much. is. Yeah. Maybe the Falcons, but. These I, four have a chance. Matt, I, okay, let's, do you want to talk about Matt, Patricia? Yeah, we can do Lions next. Um, First off, the pencil look, the hat backwards. Did you know he's a rocket scientist? What? Yeah. No. He was an engineer in college. Really? While playing football. He played, I mean, he was an engineer at oh NASA. Boy. I don't know. No, I was going to say, like, you, you play ball for NASA? I forget I where D4? you play, like Fresno. Um, point <laughs> oh, the Derek Carr. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Um, Matt Patricia, he's he's a good coach. Mm-hmm. He's, of course, he's got that like Belichickian coaching tree or whatever it is. Yep. But I'm interested to see, like, what the Lions can do because for whatever reason, the Lions can't put it together. They yeah. have a franchise QB in Matthew Stafford. Yep. He was a little banged up. Year eleven for him. That's pretty crazy. Really? That long. Makes, golden, me, feel, makes me feel so old. Golden, uh, I was there for the blackout game when yeah. Matthew Stafford lost to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um and Greg McElroy. Uh, look at what Greg McElroy's doing. Uh Matt Stafford's still getting played a zillion bucks to play QB. Point being Number eight, I yeah. don't think the Lions are gonna do it unless Carry on Johnson can stay healthy. I agree with that. For sure. They have a they have a good defense. They have um Ezekiel Anza. And Glover Quinn and Darius Slay. So they have a, I mean, they have good defensive guys, just like Minnesota. Patricia's a defensive mining guy, defensive yeah. coordinator for the Patriots, and that's what he came over as. Uh, they have, you have, they have good weapons. They have Kenny Galladay, another another Northern Illinois alum. Northern that's Illinois funny. is kind of coming up the. It's funny they they the have NFL. some like underrated weapons. Yeah, and uh, Marvin Jones. They have Amendola now, Patriots boy. I'm sure that signing happened for a reason. Danny. Yeah, those guys used to get a, you know. He is a vegetable out of Bill Belichick's vegetable garden. So I'm not sure how good Danny Amendola is going to do. And if you don't know what Bill Belichick's vegetable garden is, look at every single slot receiver. And (laughs) if they took an IQ test and accumulate that score, that average. You can give them nine games. Amendola? Amendola, yeah. All right. Yeah. Before he he just melts into a puddle and is like, I can't take it over the middle anymore. Yeah. But no, Kenny Galladay is... He's a good. He's a good first. You know, number one receiver. Marvin Jones is a great number two receiver. If you want to uh, list them as each, each in each slot respectively. But yeah, Northern Illinois. I'm pretty impressed with their with the talent they bring into the NFL. Represent it's kind of under the radar. So, the Blue Field. Uh, Matt Lafleur. 
or sorry, Ma- uh, Matt Patricia in his second year with the Lions. Uh, not a good first year, but you know, give the guy give the guy some time. Well, for let's God's sakes. let's go to the um the first year head coach mm-hmm. with Aaron Rodgers. It's not going well already. Over the past. what do you what, what have you seen? And what have I seen? I've seen Aaron Rodgers always are already barking back about he doesn't want to have practices practices with other teams. He wants to only practice against his own defense, and their defense is probably the worst in this entire division. Maybe one of the worst defenses in the league, actually. Interesting. I don't think Aaron Rodgers really likes to throw interceptions, and like especially in the preseason. So he's still a new coach. Hey, new coach! I don't want to go practice. Um, have who is their new scrimmages? Coach? Matt Lafleur. Matt Lafleur, who uh, guided the Tennessee Titans to the 28th best offense last year as their coordinator. So good things, good things for Green Bay happening here. Um, I think they've taken a step back. Think a Aaron, step further back than last year? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. I think it's going to be ugly. One and done for LaFleur? No, no. Mm. But eh, is know. it a holding spot? Arizona Cardinals fired their coach after one season. Is it just a little holding place? For who? For the head coaching spot. That's for the best Bronco thing. LaFleur. Ooh, no. Hey, <laughs> watch out. We just got Bronco. I, I have just learned a little bit more and more about Bronco Mendenhall. Well, who, who are they waiting on? Brett Favre? Brett Favre is head coach of the Packers? I don't know who they're waiting on. That sounds like fun. Anyway, Rodgers, Devonta Adams, Aaron Jones, running back, Jimmy Graham. Hopefully he has a resurgence at tight end. I, I think we've been, I feel like we've been saying that about Jimmy Graham for the last since he left the Saints. All right, you know, you know, screw him. Marquez Valdez. <laughs> Serious. No, I agree. He left the Saints and was yeah, like, Seahawks, oh, this is going to be great. The, and then he hasn't he didn't do anything last year with Rodgers. I agree. Uh some of these names are great though. Uh these two receivers they have uh alongside Adams. Marquez Valdez Scantling and Geronimo Allison. Geronimo Allison. Geronimo Allison. Sleeper pick. The top three easily. Could be. I'm could probably be. gonna pick him. Yeah. What if I pick him before you? Well, we're gonna have to negotiate. I'm the commissioner. I can take picks away. They wield that sort of power in fantasy football? No, I'm just kidding. Not the good ones. The good ones don't do that stuff. Sports fans, that was our state of the QB. When we come back, we're going to talk a little college football, the storylines, the drama going to be unfolding, and maybe we'll pick each teams that can come out of their respective divisions to represent them. Oh, I thought you wanted to do the already do our thing. What's our our thing? You know, our bet every year. Oh, oh, no, 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 not that. Gosh, slow down. (laughs) <laughs> Threw me off. T-Town Sports Talk here <laughs> at 89.1 KH1. Hey, you want to hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, we are back here on 89.1 KH1. OL, and by we, I mean Graham Trainer and Massey Zeman, and collectively we make Teton Sports Talk. Was that that uh, was that a J E J E L L O you just did with your mouth? Yes. Okay. J E L L O. For the listeners out, out, outside of uh, this little place we're in right now, Massey did like a full 360 with his mouth or something when they did the O. Yeah. Well, OL. I have a. Was that Ace Ventura? Right. Well, yeah. That's good radio. Oh. Speaking of, speaking of which, I saw. Don't be mad. I saw Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw without you last oh, night. Oh, oh how yeah. was it? Do you love the Rock? It was electric. It was electric. Is it just? Is it, it's just special effects and big fight scenes, right? Yes, it is. Well, I would say it's Mission Impossible Two mixed with whoa. Um, 
Tango and Cash. Seen neither one of those movies. <laughs> what? what? Tango and Cash. Where have you been? Uh, Get your head out of the sand. Tango and Cash. Get out of your butt. All right. Yeah. You're out of control. You're out of control, bro. Um, so we're here and we're talking about college football this round. Yep. The top 10 came out. We're thinking about going through the top coaches 10. Coaches poll. Coaches poll. Just to make sure. Um, we do like the coaches poll. Don't bad emails about, hey, was it the AP? Guys, lay off of us with the email. <laughs> Sometimes you're too vocal. Massey but at Gmail is just ugh, all over the place. Flooded. Um, I think it's fairly accurate. I don't think it's anything new. Mm-mm. It's kind of like generic run-of-the-mill top 10 that we've been seeing for a while. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's based on coaches uh, and quarterbacks. But in the, um, let's do this. It's much like a Fast and the Furious movie now. Correct. Yeah. Um, let's go through the big five, including uh, Notre Dame and the ACC. And equating them to actors from the Fast and the Furious franchise. Correct. Perfect. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> Who is Paul Walker? Whoa. Too soon. He's, well, I'm just saying he is carrying Joe, the franchise and is now, and is now I mean, dead. Joe Paterno? Well, Paul Walker had championships. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Um, I don't know. All right, so let's start. We'll start uh, all the way in the uh, big tent. Let's start there. All the way up there. All the way all up the there. In the Midwest. In the mid. They're, yeah, they're Midwest. Yeah, correct. So my three, you ready? Except for Rutgers, which was kind of a new addition. Don't even know who they are. The Scala Knights in New Jersey. Um, the Big Ten. I'm going to say these three because it's always these three. And then whoever is limping in from the other side, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan. I think it's more interesting this year because Urban Meyer, who might be culpable with murder, um, with Aaron Hernandez. Zeke. Um, point being, <laughs> Zeke. Uh, point being. Pain in the ass, not murder. I think uh, – Penn State and Michigan have a greater chance to beat Ohio State this year or at least beat them out of that conference more than any other time, mainly because of their uh, their coach's experience. Sean Gilford at Penn State and Jim Harbaugh at uh, Michigan State, respectively. Jason Day at Ohio State. He's got the talent, though. He's got Justin Fields, the former five-star quarterback. but he's, left, uh, left Georgia. Left Georgia, but he was, he was the highest-ranked quarterback in the country, basically, when yeah. Georgia got him. Wait, go back to the who did you say the coaches were? Mike, you say Mike D'Antoni? No, I did not. Michigan say. State. No, I didn't say Mike D'Antoni. Michigan State. Michigan. Jim Harbaugh. No, who's the other? Oh, Penn State. James Franklin. Yes. I thought. Okay, maybe I missed something. Sorry. So you're ranking it how? How am I ranking it? Yeah, like who do you think is going to be the best team? Who's going to win the conference? I'm just going to go out there on a limb. Well, they have a redshirt sophomore quarterback at Penn State. Jay. Um, oh, wait, you're going to go Penn State? I almost did. Just then. McSwirly is gone, dude. I'm All right. You want me to say Harbaugh? Is that what you want me to say? No, I want you to say you want to say. Because we're about, you know, ne- you know, probably next week I, we'll do our picks. I Well, see, I, I, what's my problem with college football is I pick my prejudices. Is uh huh? Does that make any sense? Yeah. So I pick, I don't pick against the teams I don't like. And I kind of just want Penn, Penn State to have, be. Dude, go with the Nittany Lions. Go with your heart, bro. All right, I'll go with the Nittany Lions. They're gonna fail. They're, they're, gonna, my, they're yeah. gonna be. It's gonna be bad. They're not That's my top three call. in the conference. Okay. All right. I got Michigan. Uh, I got Michigan beating Northwestern in the championship game. No. Northwestern, my boy, my boy, uh, Pat Fitzgerald, the anti millennial. You remember the guy, the audio I played where he's like talking about people on dates that said cell phones. Uh huh. I love this guy. All right. Uh, Ohio State in the middle there, but 
Yeah, Ohio State. I think Justin Fields is he's very talented. Very but, talented. But you know, they don't have Urban Meyer and his what would you call him? He's kind of like that. He doesn't have. There's no presence of Urban Meyer's sketchiness around to like uplift the program. Does that make sense? They're you not going to programs like yeah, because they're an evil. Because the kids are probably going to have to behave. And yes. Like wait a minute, I have to think about what I'm doing before I do it. This yeah. is just mentally exhausting. Yeah. And they're not going to be able to do anything. Ryan Day's pretty hot. He might be the the cutest college coach since uh, what's his name went to the NFL. Oh, um, the coach of the Cardinals now. Yeah. Yeah. I forget his name. I don't know. Fitzpatrick? Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Cliff. Cliff. Um, okay. Cliff. So I went I went on a limb with it there with Penn State. That's fine. Especially to win the whole thing. Um, I think it's more likely going to be Michigan. But let's let's go because that's that's an interesting conference. The Big Ten well, will be interesting. Sorry, this Ohio year. State is at Michigan this year, and I think that's always like the one that, that that game always decides the East in the Big Ten anyway. So So let's go, let's do an easy one. Let's do the ACC. Yeah, let's do it. Clemson. Virginia. What? Trevor Lawrence. Clemson? Yeah, they're going to win. What? You know what is exciting about... Have you, seen, have you seen Trevor Lawrence play against Virginia's defense? I mean, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> point being, Bryce Perkins at Virginia is in his third year starting with Bronco Mendenhall. Yeah. Or at what, least in his third year in the program. More experience than Trevor? Point being, my, my point being, my point is that at least Virginia and a lot of these teams like in the SEC, like we do have a path. Mm-hmm. If we win the games and then we beat, knock off Clemson or Alabama in the championship, that's it. Like we can do it, but it's just so unlikely. Clemson is going to come out of this. No, I had a great um, my my uh, you know, uh, what would you say, partner of the show, reoccurring guest Sam Barrett, Moose Hockey. Shout out to Sam. Yeah, he asked me, "What is Virginia's path to going to the national championship or going to the playoffs?" And I was like, "That's a great question. How much time do you have?" So I sat him down and said, mm-hmm. Sam, we're not going to work for like 10, 15 minutes. I'm going to tell you it. So I went through Sam, everything. Grab a seat. <laughs> and I, he asked me, he actually asked me a good question. He said, if Virginia went undefeated, would they be in the playoffs? And I said, yes, of course, because they would beat Clemson. That would mean they'd beaten Clemson. Uh, and in the Duke. Co- and Duke without Daniel Jones. But Duke anyway, football school. And they would have been undefeated as ACC top team. They have to be in the playoffs. They have to be. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it's very fun hypothetical. I had a great time. Um, you know, we are eating sandwiches. But Clemson, I have first. The Atlantic champions, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know I have second? Who? Look in the mirror. Look at that T-shirt you got on. Dude, there's no way. Why could they be second? They're the best team in the Coastal. What's wrong with that? I'm just saying They're that. The best, they're the second best team in the conference. It's scary with these expectations. I don't care. I'm, I'm all in, bro. Best Dude, please. Right. Kyle Guy. <laughs> uh, okay. Syracuse is the third best team uh, in the Atlantic. They're the second best team in the Atlantic division uh, behind Clemson. And I, I, I omitted Florida State because I don't really know what's going on with Willie with Taggart. Taggart. I can't tell what's they're going at, on. They're at the Who's. Done. Done they're chain. at Death Valley at Clemson. They have Cuse at home, and they're at Florida in their season. So They're toast. Yeah, they're toast. So Virginia- Miami's opens up with Florida and Dan Mullen. Yeah, Virgi- Virginia's the second best team in this conference. Trust me. Oh boy. Trust me for once. Oh boy. Come on, um, don't panic. I'm I'm already panicked. Enjoy I it. Heard, expect enjoy it. This is <laughs> this happens every like every three to five years. Someone tells me, hey, dude, this could be the year. And it's not like national championship expectations with Virginia football. It's more like not the Belk Bowl. And not the Michelin Tire Bowl. Oh no 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 no! Past New Year's Day for us, bro. Orange if we bowl. Made orange bowl, bro. Orange bowl or bust in yes. this? Yes. 
We got this. Oh, man, nine and that three, hurts. Or, nine and three Orange Bowl. I don't loss. know if I can do that. All right. I don't know if I can do that. Why don't you have a fun year? Pac twelve. <laughs> Pac twelve. Um, are they gonna get snubbed again? Do they suck? Yeah. They suck. Yeah. Okay. There is one team that could possibly come out of the Pac twelve to represent, and that is Oregon with head coach Marco oh. Cristobal. Oh. They have a first rounder and Justin Herbert for sure. He's he's the NFL is looking at him. Mm-hmm. Uh he was projected to go with number one last year over yeah. whatever quarterback went one. Uh, Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the most interesting story out of there is, is Chris, Chris Peterson in Washington and see what he can do with Jacob Eason. Jacob Eason yeah. lost the job to Jake Fromm down there in Georgia, got a knee injury. Jake Fromm took over, never looked back. And that's what I love about college football. These Transfer kids, portal. These kids disappear for a year, and then all of a sudden, oh, Kelly Bryant in Missouri. All right, I forgot about you. Yeah. You, you won a national championship. Fields, or you came close Hertz, to winning one. Yeah, et cetera. I mean, it, the list goes on. Yeah, and um, let's so let's let's jump to that. Let's jump to so we're not, we're in, in agreement with Pac-12. Uh, I'm gonna go Washington. Washington actually All gets right, to host. Like that. They get to host Oregon. So that was my that was my uh, tiebreaker. Utah is probably gonna be disruptive because Utah is always disruptive. Utah win the South. The South is actually garbage. So Arizona State, Arizona, Utah, Utah State, USC, UCLA. Chip Kelly still getting paid. It is unbelievable. That guy's in it. A magician at getting yeah, paid. Who's who's more of a paid, Bobby Bonilla or Chip Kelly? Bobby Bonilla, <laughs> mean Bobby Bonilla for the Mets. Yeah, Bobby Bonilla day. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk Big Twelve because yep. it's Oklahoma mm-hmm. and Oklahoma. That's the only team in this in the oh, Big Twelve. Mr. Mr. Jalen Hurts over here. Yeah, Texas. Sam Ellinger is so screwed. He's, like- he's lost so many tools. So he's he's done. Texas overhyped like they always are, like they're toast. I I don't like Texas. I hate the the Longhorn Network. I think it's embarrassing how once once they got that network, they became a joke. But I like UT this year. <clears throat> I'm gonna go with Texas. Iowa State. Sc- Iowa State's the third best. With Oklahoma being number two. Yeah. No, Lincoln Riley and Tom Herman. Lincoln Riley's been doing this much longer than Tom Herman has been doing this. All right. Do you think if Lincoln, Lincoln Riley? So Lincoln Riley's had <clears throat> he's had Baker Mayfield. Go number one. He said Jalen Hurts go number one. I mean, sorry, he's had <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Whoa, Kyler whoa. Murray go number one. He's had now he has Jalen Hurts. You think Jalen Hurts gets drafted next year as a let's say third round quarterback? And do you think Lincoln Riley jumps to the NFL? Do you think he takes the Green Bay Packers job after Matt LaFleur gets fired? Now we're cooking. <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're cooking. Um, yes, I think that's a distinct possibility. I love that idea. Uh, just going to ride Jalen Hurts' coattails to the back. In fact, Lincoln Riley got trans. I mean, he got Jalen to transfer. Talking to me, no you. Bye bye, saying. Talking to me, no you. Sit down. Be humble. Tell me his ways, young grasshopper, <laughs> and I will make you and I very rich. Yes. And now they're uh, they're in cahoots together. They're learning how to do the six Saban thing. Except for Hurts really needs to throw the ball. If he turns Hurts into the number one overall pick and they do three years in a row, I would three Heisman's, three Lincoln oh Riley would might be the best pro yeah. pro quarterback groomer he has to go of to the all pros. time. As a coach, too. He has to go to the pros after that. What else are you gonna do? I don't know. Just keep getting three paid strikes Oklahoma. and you're out. Oklahoma three will continue strikes. to pay their head coach. That's the thing. There yeah. is no I mean, you're gonna jump from Oklahoma to what? Alabama, yeah. Clemson. Yeah. LSU, mm-hmm. Texas A&M, like some of those ridiculously high-paying jobs, but Oklahoma is still football obsessed. They're, 
It is. It's just a test of like, do you want to go to the next level and try it out? Like, it's the Calipari question. Hey, Calipari, do you want to go to the NBA and try? And like, I I can't remember if Calipari did an NBA stint or not. But it's that question of you can get paid just as much or better, right, with your college job. But do you want to test yourself? That's just the question there. So, I just have to imagine that recruiting is just anyway. We got to move on because we don't have much time. Um, we've done Big Ten, we've done Big Twelve, and AC Pac Twelve. We can't cut the SEC short. We got to go as much long as we want to. The SEC is it Bama or bust, or is Bama have a little chink in the armor here? I've got LSU the depth, one, the depth, Georgia two, A and M third, uh, Missouri fourth. Um, I've got Florida fifth. Mm-hmm. Oh, where's Alabama? Alabama sixteen, seventeen. No, I have Alabama one. I mean, clearly, because Tua is going to be doing his thing. Yes. Um, little shallow in the stable and running back compared to other Alabama teams. Do I, we know that yet, though? They probably have some badass. We just don't like. Yeah, that's actually right that's now. actually pretty true. Yeah. Um, Alabama has gotten to the tier in football where they don't have to schedule any non-conference exciting games anymore. Clemson, Alabama don't have to. They don't have to anymore. No. They've earned. I don't know. Pretty I much think, all these top five teams, Clemson, Bama, Georgia, OU, and Ohio State, they don't have to do anything outside of there. Georgia's, Georgia's still got got a little bit to prove. Mm. Their non-conference schedule, and I wrote I this guess down. I the guess they're in the weaker side of the SEC, so that's, I that's wrote, a good point. Yeah, so Georgia, if you haven't, yeah. But the, the East is getting better. Florida's a top 10 team. Uh, you know, teams like Kentucky are on the rise. Like they're not, you know, South Carolina. So they have they have Notre Dame at home, Georgia this year. That's a huge non-conference game. I hope they just blow the doors off. That would be so fun. Yeah, that'd be really fun. I got Bama, yeah, out of the West. Georgia East playing in Atlanta together. Auburn, I have the third best team, and then I. A&M. Auburn is so feast or famine. I have no I idea. I'm just not. I'm what's not falling. On I'm not falling for just like Florida State. I'm not falling for A&M again. A&M has to play. They're ranked 11th right now. They have to play at Clemson, Auburn at home, Alabama at home, at LSU, at Georgia. That's disgusting. No, that is they, just, sorry. That's the most. That's the most difficult schedule I've seen in my. 34 years on earth. Sorry, sorry, Jimbo. <laughs> this is not going to happen. I think Ed Orgeron at LSU has an experienced quarterback. I'm just not falling for them again. But the, but them this too. is like a them senior. Too. This is like a, a senior season. LSU. This is his senior year. He's gotten better every single oh, year. Burrow. Yeah. So Joe Burrow. Um, you, you ever look at Orgeron's name? He looks like somebody misspelled Oregon. Orgeron. Kind of funny. Go Tigers. Yeah, go Tigers. Coach O, oh. and I approve this message. Mm, girl, daddy. Um, no, I think I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be closer in the West than it has been before. Okay. If that makes any sense, for whatever reason, I can't get a quite a good feel. The West is stacked. It's stacked. It's t- it's terrifying. And that's and that's the people that you say. But do you think Bama's going to come out of there? I think Bama yeah. has a pr- really good chance. I think if a team is able to beat Bama, it's going to be one of those things where they like. Are going to lose a little later on, and then like some exciting games are going to happen yeah. late October. I think Auburn. Early I think November. Auburn's going to. I think Auburn's going to get them at home, but that's it. Auburn, frustrating, it's frustrating because you have no idea. They're like, and there's a QB battle, and all of a sudden this guy, oh, his name's Carryon Johnson, and he's going to run everybody over. Cam Newton's still there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but who is who's Auburn's coach now? Malzahn, what do you mean? Oh, Malzahn, yeah, that's right. So he's still, he's still. Every single Auburn coach is always hanging on by next season. Yeah, they can win. I mean, Tommy Tupperville was winning 
10, 10 or 11 games a year, mm-hmm. and he got fired after going like nine and six or whatever. We should nine do, and four. We should do hot seat. We should do hot seat alert next week. All right for all for all these top. But yeah, the West SEC West has, <clears throat> excuse me, I think five top twelve teams or something like that. God, it's brutal. It's funny. It's funny. So I'm I'm looking at the top ten right now, and it's Bama, Georgia, LSU, Florida. That's four out of the top ten. So that's I mean, and then Auburn there's A&M. Auburn A&M. That's the top fifteen. Yeah, I so think it's top twelve. So it's <laughs> it's stupid. It's stupid, and but it makes it exciting. It makes it SEC yeah. once again is the is the conference to beat. And all all Virginia has to do is beat Clemson. Come on, we get to play Alabama in the national title. That'd be exciting, wouldn't yeah. it? We play. So the Who's that would be such the a Who's go to the tourney. They again they go to the tourney again this year, and they beat Michigan. Here's the thing, Shea Patterson. Who's that guy? So Who's beat Michigan, and then Alabama beats. Oh man! Before we sign play? off, mm-hmm. uh, ACC Network is sitting down all the Virginia players and making a <laughs> redemption story. So just keep that on your <laughs> penciled in on your charts. I sent that out to some certain close friends. John, uh, Ty Drum, DeAndre Hunter, Kyle Guy, all sitting down in a chair and being like, "This is how it went down." Oh yeah. Day, Kide, mm-hmm. Kie Clark. We already talked about it. Tony Bennett's the, the expectations consultant for Virginia football now. So I've got Bama one seed, Michigan two seed, UT. I'm just gonna I'm changed to OU. OU OU three seed and who's four seed, and then Alabama plays the four seed who's in the national title game. I have Clemson, Bama, Oklahoma, Ohio State because it's boring. Because it's boring it's pretty, in college football. Pretty, pretty chalky tournament. That you got, yeah, I know. But I am going to go Clemson, Bama, Oklahoma, and in reality, probably Michigan or Notre Dame. You're going to go Notre Dame? It, it's just the way that it is. All right. But, all right. Ryan Kelly, hot seat. Oof. Murderer. He's I'm, a murderer. I'm fire. Sports fans. That's <laughs> it. That's all I got. This has been a pleasure. I'm your host, Massey Zeman. To my left, Graham Trainer. Collectively, we make Teton Sports Talk. If you missed any of this, download the podcast. Happy birthday, Adele. Thank you for all the loyal listeners who called in, donated, and made our dream continue to be real. And hope you enjoyed our hour. Yeah, enjoy the weekend. 89.1 KHOL.